Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So good to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore, and a special program it is. We're going to be looking at the Word of God as we start a new teaching on Watch Therefore uh, during the first segment of the show, and then the second segment, revisiting my book, America's Ark, the only safe place for Americans today. And uh, the book of Jude is what we're going to be looking at. Uh, in this first segment. Now listen, this is such an important word for the hour. The book of Jude was given to the body of Messiah to fight for and to restore authenticity to our faith in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. So it's going to be so important for this critical hour in which we live So let's start off with a word of prayer and ask the Lord's blessing on this very special program that I believe has the potential to bless you and prepare you and make you very effective in this season the Lord has for us. Let's pray. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ's name, we ask for great blessings on our program today. You bless the teaching and hearing of your word. Bless every viewer today right where they are. Thank you, Father. In Messiah Yeshua's name, amen. Also, just want to let you know that uh, typically we're outside in front of the Sea of Galilee uh, recording our program. We are in our uh, time of rainy season here in the Galilee, and we're so thankful for the rains. So we're inside today. Having said all of that, let's look at Jude. It's only one chapter, but boy, it's so rich. We're going to spend some time on it. Jude verse 1 and then 2. Jude, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are called sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ, mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Now, this is a greeting, an introduction to the letter, and normally I would just zip past these words, bondservant, called, sanctified, preserved. But due to the nature of the book of Jude, I'm going to camp here and look at these foundational, basic, yet powerful and profound words that have such rich meaning to our faith and establish us in Messiah Jesus. So verse 1, Jude, 
a bondservant of Jesus Christ and brother of James. You know, it's important to remember that our Messiah Jesus, born of a virgin, she was married, the mother of our Lord, uh, in his earthly body, in his earthly ministry. She was married to a man named Joseph, Yosef. And after the birth of our Lord, she being a virgin until he was born, after the birth of our Lord, then Joseph and Mary, whose name we will discuss in just a moment, she and her husband Joseph had other children. And so they're referred to in the Bible as the brothers of the Lord in the Gospels. Let's look at Mark 331. Then his brothers and his mother came, and standing outside, they sent to him, calling him, and a multitude was sitting around him. And they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. But he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and mother. It was difficult for the earthly family of Messiah Jesus to get a hold of the reality that he is the Messiah Jesus. He was born in their household and grew up with him. And, and, and so it's a lot to wrap your mind around that this is the one that was promised all through the ancient scriptures. Here he is and he's in our family. Can you imagine? And, and so uh, there's, there's much we can see from this. Now I'm going to go ahead and, and look at Matthew chapter 13, verses 54 and 55. And also, I'm going to read the names as they would have been in the time of Israel in the first century. And there's a reason why I'm doing that. When he had come to his own country, he taught them in their synagogues so that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Miriam? And his brothers, Yaakov or Jacob, Yosef or Joseph, Shimon, and Yehuda, Judas, here in the English translation we have. And, and, and so the, the Lord is establishing himself and walking out his earthly ministry as the Christ, as the Messiah. And we see here his family, and there's a reason, I want to digress for just a moment, there's a reason I used their, their names as they would have been in Hebrew and then translated more accurately in English. Why? Because in English, Miriam, the mother of the Lord, her name is translated Mary, and Yaakov, or Jacob, is translated James, even in the book of James. Did you know the Spanish Bible? Uh, the book of James is called Jacobus. Jacob? Why? Well, see this, in the first century, you wouldn't have found anybody named James running around Israel or Mary. But in England, where the Bible is translated into English, certainly that, those were the names. Am I saying it's wrong that they were translated differently into the more cultural accepted names in England? Well, not as much as, as some of the other things that are done culturally. But I'm going to use that as an example to show you that what we tend to do, and this has been a pattern in the nations, what the nations have done is they've tended to de-Jewishize de or take the Jewishness out of our faith in Messiah Jesus. Now, one reason for that is 
From the second century onward, many church leaders disobeyed the Lord's command. Why am I telling you all this, by the way? Because the, the, the concept or the thrust of the book of Jude is restoration and fighting for the authenticity of our faith. Now, back to the program. From the second century onward, many of the church leaders disobeyed a very important command of the Lord. As many of the Jewish people were rejecting the Lord, those in the body of Messiah who were Gentiles, and as the church became predominantly Gentile in the world, they disobeyed this command given by the Apostle Paul in Romans 11. He said this, he said, For I do not desire, brethren, that you be ignorant of this mystery, lest you become wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel, until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and as it is written, all of Israel will be saved. For the deliverer will come out of Zion, turn ungodliness from Jacob, for this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. You see, the Lord made His covenant with Israel. If you look at Jeremiah 31, and we've talked about this on other programs, the Lord made the new covenant with Israel. And what He's done is, which you find in Ephesians 2, and also uh, in the book of Romans chapter 11, he has grafted the Gentile believers into the covenants he's made with Israel. But replacement theology was spawned through these church leaders who hated the Jews because they say they killed their Messiah. Well, we, we all killed Messiah. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was laid upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. And so how this relates to these names is I want to remind our viewers that the Lord decided to come into the earth and make His covenants from Abraham onward with the Jews. And, and so He has grafted the Gentiles into this Jewish faith in the Jewish Messiah, Jesus. He's coming back, our Lord is, to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. He's doing that very soon, actually, and that's pretty Jewish. Now, that doesn't mean we should worship Jewishness, which is the other extreme, and worship Israel. I don't worship Israel. I love Israel. I live in Israel, but I don't worship Israel. I worship the Lord. So there's these two extremes I've mentioned here where we should be is in, in the midst of the center of the truth. Amen? In the center of the truth. So I, I wanted to put that in at the very beginning. The name Jude is important to understand in Hebrew. It's Yehuda. Yehuda or Jude means praise, and there's a lot of praise for the Lord in this wonderful book of the Bible that we're introducing today as we talk about uh, the brothers of the Lord, Yaakov or Jacob, also named James, and Jude. They are the half-brothers of the Lord. How can I say that? Well, because they have the same earthly mother, but they have very different fathers. Jesus is Lord. Yeshua is Lord. He's God the Son, the Son of the living God. So our Lord Jesus has a different father than Jude and Jacob or James as we've come to know him. Yeah, And, and we continue to see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 5. Uh, these brothers of the Lord. Uh, Paul says, Do we have no right to take along a believing wife, as do also the other apostles, the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? In John chapter 7, his brothers therefore said to him, Depart from here and go into Judea that your disciples also may see the works that you're doing. For no one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. 
for even his brothers did not believe in him. And so the, the brothers of the Lord, as they're called here in these scriptures, they did not believe in him. They rejected him as Messiah. And isn't it something what the crucifixion and the resurrection of our great Lord Jesus and a revelation of that and how desperately we as sinners need him to be forgiven for our sins, what a difference that makes in a life. What a difference what happened in Acts chapter 2 at Pentecost makes in the life of a believer in Messiah Jesus. Has that difference happened to you? Oh, hallelujah for this Savior, our Lord. I'm so very thankful for this Watch Therefore message that stirs the lukewarm out of their terrible condition to a fiery walk in Messiah Jesus and also presents the necessary urgency for this season to this generation of the lost. Oh, receive Jesus the Lord now while there's yet a little time. Now we also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations that operates under Watch Therefore Ministries. Why? The Bible teaches that the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our to the Jew first ministry is blessing Israeli believers. Co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, whereby we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more and our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. We've been in Africa, I've been in about 10 African countries in the last 10 or 12 years with the gospel, making disciples, pastors conferences, helping orphans and widows. It's such a special opportunity. I also go across Nigeria, for example, to conferences with thousands of people preaching the Watch Therefore message and the gospel and other discipleship things from the scriptures. Now, I want to mention finances for a minute because this ministry is so very expensive. The airtime production costs way beyond anything I could do. But my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I want to tell you, if you haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would enjoy the program and receive Jesus as Lord. Get saved today. But for those of you who understand sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, and you're looking for a place to partner with the Lord, we believe this is a place for you to prayerfully consider. Also, we're reintroducing my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. It will help you in this hour of storms and trouble to find a place of refuge the Lord has provided, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. And we want to make sure everyone can get a book. So for a donation of any amount to watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations, we'll send you a book, America's Ark. Make sure you place the name of the book, America's Ark, in the note or purpose section so that we know to get a book out to you as soon as possible. Now, we're going to go back to the program in just a moment. It's so important, more than ever, to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment.
Welcome back to Watch Therefore. By way of reminder, on our last program, I reintroduced to my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. And in my book, the focus is Ezekiel chapter 14, where the Lord warns the persistently unfaithful and sinful land and society of people of four judgments he will pour out if they do not repent. And what we see is America is experiencing some of these judgments in greater measure than others, and, and the others are coming not only to America, but the nations of the world. Why do I single out America? Well, for one thing, I am an American, I love America, and I have a burden for America and Americans. Um, at the same time, I mentioned last week that uh, America is not a prominent player in Bible prophecy, and for 50 years I've been hearing something has to take place in America to take it off the world stage. And folks, every nation will be judged uh, as the prophetic scenarios continue to unfold all the way through the tribulation, and the whole world will be judged by the Lord. Yet there's good news. There's good news that Messiah Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose again, and He's going to return. There's good news in that in these four judgments that are mentioned, there's also mentioned a place of refuge, even for Americans. And that's why I call the book America's Ark, a place of refuge from the rains and the storms that are coming. And certainly I pray for President Trump. I pray for America. And there's a lot of good that the Lord is doing in the midst. He has, he has mercy in judgment. And there's a place for you in this time in America or wherever you are in the world. And certainly one of those three places of refuge is the righteousness of Daniel. The righteousness of Daniel. He thought differently. He spoke differently. He lived differently than even others who believed in the living God from Israel at that time. And, and, and certainly there are many who call themselves Christians and, and even some who really are that live very differently than, than the book. They go places they shouldn't go. They listen and watch things they shouldn't take in to their hearts, minds, and lives. They, they think and speak and live like the world, sadly and tragically. But we can learn the righteousness of Daniel and walk in it. He was so special and so useful to the Lord in his time of prophetic significance. Now, did you know something? That as, as Bible prophecy is unfolding, it becomes more clear and understandable what the Lord means in His Word that He wrote about and also how we should respond, what our part to play is in it. For example, look at Daniel chapter 9. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the lineage of the Medes, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. Think of this. Daniel, who read the Bible, who understood the Bible, who prayed through the word of God, 
He lived in a time where he knew the things written in the prophet Jeremiah. But now he's in the soup. Now he's in Persia. That had been, uh, Persia had conquered the Babylonians. The Babylonians had taken the southern tribe of Judah, including those in Jerusalem, into captivity in Babylon. Daniel was one of those. Yes, and by his holy, righteous thinking, speaking, and living, the Lord raised him up into a place of prominence. So when the Persians conquered Babylon, Daniel still maintained this place of prominence with the Persians. And so he's praying, he's seeking the Lord, and he's in the midst of this prophetic shaking and moving. Babylon comes down that was prophesied to judge Judah. Persia comes up that was prophesied uh, uh, through Daniel and others to, to take over. And then, and then the Jews would be sent back. The Jews would be sent back to Jerusalem after 70 years of cap captivity in Babylon and Persia. Well, as Daniel is in the center of it, as he's living in the midst of it, his eyes are open to what's going on. And, 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 and what does he do? Well, you know, it's Bible prophecy, no big deal. No, no, no. No, look at verse, at verse 3. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make requests by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O oh Lord, great and awesome God who keeps His covenant and mercy with those who love Him and with those who keep His commandments. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even departing from your precepts and your judgments. Now, he goes on all through much of Daniel 9 to intercede for, though he lives righteously, to take the place of Israel, who's blind and in rebellion, and he stands in their place and begins to confess sin, their sin and to repent uh, for that sin in any way that he personally can. It's called intercession. It's very foreign today amongst much of Christianity. This is the way we're to think. This is the way we're to speak. This is the way we're to live. We're to get in, in, in small groups. We're going to do this individually. We're to get in church groups. And we're to fast and pray and seek the Lord for America, for the nations, uh, where the Lord calls us to pray, for Jerusalem, for Israel. We're to be watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem. It says in Isaiah chapter 62. These are just a few examples. The Holy Spirit will lead you. What am I saying? I'm saying you live in the time of this kind of earth-shaking prophetic fulfillment. And you're here for such a time as this. Excuse me, hallelujah. You're here to bear fruit. You're here to make a difference. No, I'm just a little so-and-so, and I'm a housewife, and I've got these kids to raise. Yeah, be faithful raising them in a godly way. But you can also seek the Lord and, and fast and pray and get other ladies together and pray. Oh, I'm just an electrician. I'm the guy who goes to work and supports my family. Yes, love your wife like Christ loved the church and raise a godly seed. Yet at the same time, see that you are here to usher in prophetic fulfillment and events through prayer and fasting and seeking the Lord our God. Hallelujah. His ears are always open to our prayers, the Bible says. And His eyes are always upon us. Why? Because He has nothing better to listen to, nothing better to watch, 
in heaven with angels flying around him in the glory thereof? No, that's not it. His eyes are opened on you and his ears are open to your prayers so he will step in through your life and fulfill his prophetic word. Hallelujah. Yeah, it's glorious. There's truly no high like the Most High God. And He wants to operate through you and I. He wants you to be His Daniel in this hour. He wants you to be His Esther in this hour. And as you do that, the Lord will set you apart and you won't rely as much at least now, like I said last week, it's okay to have guns, gold, and a place in the hills, but you won't rely on those things. You'll be too busy as a conduit of the glory and the majesty of Jesus working through your heart and your mind and your life, reaching a lost and dying world. And, and, and so, He will be your strength. He will be your power. He will be your light. He will be your protection in this time of prophetic fulfillment. yeah, It's not like we're just supposed to be huddled up in a corner trying to stay safe. That's not it, folks. It's that He will be our breastplate. He will be our protection while we are going out into the darkness with His glorious gospel, making disciples and bringing people into the kingdom of God and trampling on the, the works of the devil by the grace and mercy of our Savior alone. By the grace. It won't be us. Oh, I'm going to do that. No, no, no. It's, Lord, will you do this through me? Will you do this? Will you reach them? Will you destroy the works of the devil? Jesus the Lord came to destroy the works of the devil. And if you haven't received him as Lord, the works of the devil are destroying you. And you'll go to hell in your sin. And there's no need for it because God so loved you that he sent Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for your sins. He was buried in hallelujah. He rose from the grave on the third day. And today... I'm offering you what he offers you, this gift of eternal life and forgiveness for your sins. But you have to take it. If you say, no, I don't need that, then you won't get the benefit of it, which is forgiveness, and you desperately need it if you haven't been saved yet. But if you say, I'm going to turn away from my sins, I'm going to repent, I'm going to receive Jesus as Lord right now, and I'm going to be who he's called me to be and do what he's called me to do, you can do that now. Pray with me. Oh, Oh, Father in heaven, I've sinned against you. I don't want to go to hell. I know you love me. And Jesus, the Lord, died on the cross for my sins. Lord, I believe you're alive. Forgive me. Save me. Help me to live a life that honors God. I'm going to follow you now. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, on our screen there's information. Contact us. We'll send you a brochure, How to Begin Your New Life in Christ. For all of our viewers today, remember, watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore.